Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Feed the Geeks. I am 30 yes. and I have Bayani with me. Yay, hello! It's episode 10. We're in episode 10 of Feed the Geeks, 30. How do you feel? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. lot of episodes, no? Mm. Yeah, I guess. And yeah, because we're, uh, we're going weekly. Wait, naman. that's why we're going weekly episodes. Yeah. Okay, so... But anyway, <laughs> we are pop culture writers or pop culture enthusiasts based in Cebu and Bayani's in Manila. And we are going to feed you all the information we recover from the Gathered. past few weeks. We're going to discuss it here. Sige, <laughs> let's go. Okay, um, I'll give you a rough breakdown of my news before we get into the big news. Because we're going to be talking about the Evangelion movie. And there's a uh, small news that happened. Uh, I want to talk about Chadwick Boseman's uh, What If episode. Uh, see, Denis Villeneuve. Denis, ba? Mm, Denis, Denis. Yeah, he has some new comments about <coughs> Dune. and uh, About cinema. Yeah, about cinema. And... There's a new trailer for Star Wars Visions, a new trailer for Eternals, there's a new trailer for the CG in He-Man, which I think is hilarious. And then, uh, we're gonna go a bit, I think geeks are gonna help show material, but I wanna talk about the OnlyFans issue. And really, yeah. really like speaking on behalf of the geek community, yeah, we're uh, only fan subs. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh. Yeah, those guys they play they play Dungeons and Dragons. Like I know those. What kind of Chad would be on OnlyFans? Synonymous uh, with just uh, Evangelion fans. <laughs> of course, by if mm. if I can tell you something about Evangelion, it's like the waifus. Are fucking top tier, like yeah. They're like it's watching. But we could talk about that in mm. another half. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I also maybe I want to talk about the Tesla bot and Elon Musk. We can talk about robot things, okay. right? That's geeky. And I have a Kino corner. My Kino corner yeah. is kind of clerks. So okay. Yeah, let's start with okay, small news stuff. Um, Star Wars visions. The animated uh, non-canon stories of uh, Star Wars. What did you think? I like it. I like it. It's it it sets up a like another huge potential for the future of Star Wars, and this is the thing I like because it's no longer constrained to to the Skywalker bullshit that we've seen every single time na sa mga big movies. Mm. And um, what what Lucasfilm did with it was that they hired si, like, several different animation studios like Studio Trigger, like the guys who made uh, mm. uh, Kill a Kill, and then uh, yeah. Sa- Science. They're even Saru. the ones making. They're even the one making uh, the new cyberpunk anime for Netflix. I know it's Trigger. Uh, I think I wrote about yep, that. Yep. So they so. are a really good studio. Mm. And what did you think about the animations that we saw, like? It's cool. It looks really fresh. Yeah, I heard it's a, uh, It's more. It's kind of like uh, Love, Death, and Robots, right? With different kinds of animations. Oh, and more like the common theme lang niya is like Star Wars, uh, but like, uh, I really. <laughs> I know that I say I'm not a furry, but that bunny girl Jedi looks so cute, and then I want to see. Mm-hmm. Kinda, yeah, it's not like I want to fuck it yet. It's like. <laughs> The, yeah, yeah. the cartoon's not out yet I'm not invested yet but like she looks cute 
And then, uh, I realized that there are actually some recognizable characters from the bigger movies there. Like, I saw Boba Fett, and then, like, I returned to Katungmarag Phantom Menace na kanong the pod racing area, kanong the Bunta Eve na oh. arena. So it's gonna be interesting to seen, see. Like, I didn't see Boba Fett's trailer. Nah. I did. I saw, like, a Mandalorian mask, and it was, like, green, so I was like, mm, it's probably Boba Fett. And, uh... What I want to see more is like I really want to go into sequel trilogy in a territory because I'm getting tired of uh na lang tana as a prequels or original trilogy kasi sila ang pinakasabang a fan base. Yeah, and also part of me that concerns um concerning why is it a spin up? Why is it not canon? Wala lang para kanang to allow more freedom because uh Star Wars is kind of a franchise where people lose their shit over what canon is. So to have fun na lang, and then to allow like more max creativity, like non-canon na lang siya. That's why you got your umbrella lightsabers, and then you know you get your bunny girl Jedi. Okay. Because kanang like Star Wars fans are fucking crazy, but like just just a while ago, like nag I really shouldn't be uh, going on Star Wars Philippines, but whenever someone posts something na sad. Like or something na sequel hate like or like oh they really ruined John Boyega's character and I'm like uh, and then a lot of people agree with that but I know that some people <coughs> in the group think like me na they like all the Star Wars so uh, like once in a while I'll post something there para ako na sure positive lang na voice in the fandom mm-hmm. <laughs> okay uh, <coughs> there's not much to talk about it but yeah I'm excited um, trailers trailers. What did you think about? You didn't see the new He-Man trailer. I didn't see the new. Uh, I didn't see it, and you know me. I'm not a huge fan of He-Man. It's it's just you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny <laughs> because kanang, a lot of people hate the revelations. <laughs> no, now it's supposed to serve as a sequel to the original cartoon, but this He-Man is like a full CG reboot, and then the art niya is pina new CG shows like Troll Hunters. You know what Troll Hunters looks like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then well, it's for kids, Bea, but <clears throat> it looks so different from like the original He-Man. Kay, uh, if you look at He-Man, all of the characters surrounding him are just like muscle-bound, number of buff guys as well. Like it really is a product mm-hmm. of the '80s, Nia. But here in the CG series, all of the characters are like young kids. So Morag, you can say that they're like 14, and then like. All of them have special, like really loud, colorful powers, and then uh, it's more leaning on sci-fi now this time, which is like originally the cool thing that people liked about He-Man was how it's kind of a mash of all the genres, and then they can all coexist. So you have Skeletor who uses magic, but Musaka Ishagmarag hovercraft, and then like there's like mga inga inga na ano. But this time it's uh, the new CG reboot. It looks like everything is just sci-fi. And then characters like Orko is like he's a droid, ingana. Yeah, it's it's probably gonna piss off more people right now who forget that this is for kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, why, a- why is it not? How is it not so consistent? The uh, actual human uh, universe, man. I don't know because I guess they need it. Uh, they need it to <coughs> pander to kids this time, and this is what it looks like a series that the kids are watching these days. Uh, sayangan lang ko because I I would think that kids can also find fun in kanang 
uh, barbarian world, and then it's like science mm-hmm. science fiction meets fantasy. But they didn't embrace that. But uh, I guess uh, whatever the marketing department said, I guess. I'm not going to say it's ruined. Like I'm going to wait for kids to watch it and then see if the kids like it or not. But uh, okay, yeah. But everything I love about like the franchise, everything I like about it, not as a revelation that I like. So hopefully, it continuing as a Netflix because it's clearly like the more mature version of the character. And uh, big trailer, big trailer. We have Eternals. Yes, the trailer for Eternals. It's pretty okay. I'm impressed sa ensemble ng cast and uh, they explained a lot daw nganong wala sila sa Thanos snap. Yeah, and then ilan sa gi reveal unsa ang stakes and the reason why they have to intervene now is because the snap that brought everyone back there was enough energy to suddenly uh, summon katong ilang enemies like the deviants. Yeah. The deviants. So there's a huge power surge at the no. What did you think about it? Like, uh, do you like the idea of celestials and yeah, it's your Lovecraft shit. Hey, ain't that up? It's not. Ain't that up your it alley? It doesn't. No, what the fuck. It doesn't resemble any form of Lovecraftian bullshit. Yeah. Na, they're uh, giant. Okay, they're very, they're very much understandable lang. No. Generic na sila. Though the idea of ganang mga celestials in a Marvel movie, it's gonna be pretty weird since Marisha nanay power creep da. And power then, creep. Who What knows? Does that mean? Can, like they might be so powerful to the point nga we don't need the old heroes anymore. And then, or they could be nerfed to an extent. <laughs> yeah, not resembling sa comics ba? No? Something like that. Ang akong uh, concern is like, I have a feeling that one of the Eternals is the villain because uh, usually you have villains with a face and then they always reveal that mm. villain in a trailer. And we have that CG thing trying to like threaten Angelina Jolie and then I'm like, I don't think that's the main villain. If it's the main villain, yeah. they would have They would have marketed like a big name actor who landed that role, and then they're gonna make sure that we know it's that guy, or yeah, like. Yeah, we're menacing Rakito, she generic Rakito, she nga villain, nga design. Exactly. He he looks like kanang gikan na Dragon Ball Evolution or something. <laughs> yeah. So. But I have a feeling. But I have a feeling. Yeah, the main villain here is gonna be Angelina Jolie. But that is also my guess. Yeah, like. Uh, I think it comes from kanang Beowulf na kong uh, feelings. It's like ever since Beowulf, Angelina Jolie is always like that evil witch character to me. Like Morag. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Morag. I have a feeling that some one of them is like pulling the strings, and then see mm. Angelina Jolie is the only one who can be like a kanang conniving na character. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it would also yeah. like make sense for her since she's a Disney like. Empress na ba for the villains in a role for her Maleficent. Yeah. yeah, she's Maleficent. And then they nerfed Maleficent as well and made her like uh, relatable. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Sakto ba eh? Si Angelina Jolie ang feeling na ko ang villain of this movie. But uh, things could change yeah. like 10 minutes into the movie. We could probably pinpoint it. Maybe she's an Eternal mm. but then she's like I don't trust the Celestials anymore. I'll strike a deal with this With this blob thingy guy in front of me. Yeah. yeah. 
Because well, in the trailer, there was a huge, uh, huge like more Galactus-like figure shown, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I really can't. I want Galactus to like be a giant dude, you no, know, with a face and everything. And I want you no know, when he eats a planet, I want him to literally just hold a planet and then Aang eat like an apple. Hmm. Like that's what I want out of my Galactus. Na disappoint ko na Cloud Rosia sa katung Silver Surfer. Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. Like, eh? But uh, that Silver Surfer was like just like muy bien. I like that was mm, that was good. He was like he he was the one that carried the movie ato. Yeah, see, si, I don't know, see si Doug Jones, see si Abe from Hellboy, mm-hmm. and then ang si vo- Abe. Yeah, ang voice niya was actually Lawrence Fishburne, si Morpheus. Mm. We'll see this Eternals thing. I don't think, I don't think it'll come out like the same time, Jude, as what do we want? No. Like, yeah, there won't be. Uh, they said we might not be able to see this at theaters. Ay sa Disney Plus, I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's gonna be exclusively sa theaters like Shang Chi. So for mm-hmm. anyone living in the third world country like Philippines. And anyone whose uh, cinemas aren't open yet, we have no yeah. choice but to wait for a few months to get a digital release so that we could subscribe to Disney Plus or go to the high seas, which yeah. we do not but recommend. Speaking of sh- speaking of Shang Chi, it's did you know that the movie is being banned in China? Really? Why? Yeah, because kanang si uh, the director Chloe Zhao is uh, I think na persona non grata siya dito because he was criticizing the government. <laughs> So they were all like, Mm-mm-mm. "Like Uh-oh. we can't be having that here." So they didn't. <laughs> uh, they minimized the spread of information where she won the Oscar. She was like the first woman director in uh, Asian to win an Oscar, and then they were proud. And then she used her platform to go like, "My country's government is like destroying the people." And then ever the China was like, "How dare she?" She shouldn't exist. And then, they're like, nag boycott na ang China ni Chloe Zhao. So, Eternals is a no go. And then, Shang-Chi said, kay Dili said, Dizila. China is a huge chunk of the Wait, that's movie bad. revenue. That's bad. Exactly. Because the point of Shang-Chi was like to cater to their Chinese audience, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what, like, what, like, This is made for your audience, and then I think Kebora said ang kanang government na you are expecting to make a lot of money out of this thing, so like unless you I don't know kill Chloe Zhao or something, <laughs> we won't release it. <laughs> But eh, that that's, sucks. That's like, the situation now. Like imagine this one; it wouldn't get any box office gamayrang uh, revenue. Any since there's not a lot of cinemas available in the U.S. pa. And then yeah, not yeah. even in the entire world. So mm-hmm. the sales of like the two movies coming, okay, it won't be good for Marvel. Yeah, but you know, like ambut na lang. I just hope na Disney doesn't cave to the demands of like oppressive governments. Okay, like <laughs> you really think so? Sucks. God, that it's that's harsh. gonna exist in a different uh, multiverse. Yeah, <laughs> like. Oh my God, Kang should It, save us. See, I don't, Disney's see Jonathan what Majors. If. <laughs> Disney's what if China didn't have an oppressive government? So, <laughs> what if uh, we do not for Mulan, the, the, the Mulan movie? Uh, and Disney already cooperated with Anunabia China atong Mulan ng Yeah, think, exactly. That's what I meant. 
Yeah, and it released like mid-pandemic, like last year. But eh, we don't know. The insult, uh, Yeah. Uh, let's go back to Eternals. We, uh, I don't think we talked about Eternals enough. Like, are you? There have been there. There's word going around na, like there are gay characters in Eternals. I think everyone says oh. the character ni Richard Madden katong si who was he in Icarus. Rob Stark so, yes yeah, si Icarus yeah. they say that he's gay and then I think na his story is like he's in a love he's in a love triangle between si uh, Gemma Chan si Cersei ba na yung character and yeah, si, yeah. and si Jon Snow si Jon Snow is in like the 70s and then he's like his he's an Avenger known as the Black Knight yeah, and we don't get to see any of that in the trailer, but people are guessing that it's gonna be a love triangle. Naingana, but oh, okay. I I didn't see enough of Jon Snow's trailer. He's kind of the guy who's demanding the narration. He's like, "How come you haven't been uh, participating with like the Avengers and everything?" And then like, oh, and yeah, then yeah, the narration yeah. is like that. So far, it's colored like a Marvel movie, Ragehapon. Like the colors aren't as rich as you would want them to be. But, mm, despite being directed by Chloe Zhao. But even during the first reveal of the kind of Eternals, I already thought that they all looked like Power Rangers. What? Did you think the same thing? Like I thought that Power Rangers no. ang look kay, kind of, they're all a different color and then they're all like standing in a line. And then one, <laughs> see Brian Tyree Henry is the machine guy, and then the deaf, uh, forgot her name, but she's like Miss Deaf America, and then she's uh, she's the speed lady, and then see Icarus is the laser eyes. <laughs> I, I didn't uh, I didn't get any ana uh, feeling. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know how to feel about it, Betano. Okay, like we won't get theaters here at least until next year, and that's being optimistic, na. So, if like you're just gonna kill your fucking hype when everyone is talking about it on Twitter, and then like, uh, like ikaw deka ka join in because like, oh, I I can't see this movie until like until it releases officially, so four months. Like Green yeah, Knight. Uh, Green Knight is out. If you're hearing this, guys, Green Knight is available to watch digitally. So it's up to you on uh, what what are you gonna do with that information? <laughs> Amazing! I will watch Green Knight digitally. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it this weekend digitally. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going through our news. Um, you promised that we're gonna save a huge chunk for Evangelion. You're gonna yes. okay na yes. thirty minutes ni Moana. Okay. Mm-hmm. So because because I'm very well versed in the Evangelion lore. Yeah, and other words synonymous to no one has touched my genitals in a year. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. What what, impe- ano. <laughs> what impeccable timing. Okay, so let's breeze through, like, I think these things we're going to talk a bit longer about. So before we get to Evangelion, uh, I wanted to talk about the Tesla bot, ni, ano, ni... Musk. Oh my god, I forgot his last What's name. What's that all about? I thought he's. I thought his name was Tesla for a while. Uh, he presented a humanoid robot that he thinks can launch in 2022, and it will eliminate all dangerous, boring, and mundane jobs, the labor. No. Yeah. That sucks. No, no, no. Like so. Uh, paminawa, paminawa. So it's like a. It's a robot, and then 
he wants the Musk wants that people can just talk to it and go uh, and give it specific instructions. Like, ideally, you can tell it to go to a grocery store and buy all the items for you and come back. I don't know. Is he yeah, see- is he seeing too much of Blade Runner? I don't know. Like everyone is already like, oh no, next start now Detroit human. <laughs> yeah, man, it become human again. Yeah. Oh shit! Fuck. Is that what the title is? Detroit become human. Oh, Detroit yeah. human. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, the really kanang murag. I know that you're already going like, what the fuck? Like Elon Musk. Like we need the workers need jobs, and then he went because I believe that everyone should have a basic. Uh, basic universal income so Murag okay well, I lis- I'm listening to your utopia na idea na everyone <laughs> like uh, uh, everyone should choose to work if they have like everyone can pick to have a physical job but they don't have to work mo nang giingon ni Elon Musk so na siya utopia mentality kuno but of course mm. it's still gonna be like this is not gonna happen I think in our lifetime and then uh, this thing is gonna be stealing jobs from people who need them yeah it's gonna suck they took our jobs they took our jobs they took our jobs okay so let's uh, besides the Tesla thing uh, there is also a big uh, uproar in the OnlyFans now community yeah that's that's a massive headline for this week. Yeah, uh, tell me what you understood about the headline. Uh, basically, I haven't read much about it yet, but I know that they're gonna remove all sexually explicit content from OnlyFans, and that's like taking a huge <laughs> chunk of their revenue and a huge chunk of their like users. And I don't know what's gonna happen after that. It's like removing yeah, but... porn from Pornhub. Yeah, it's. Uh, the thing that happened though uh, you can still post mga nudes and like uh, mga videos of yourself doing things but some people had moderated the site though I don't yeah. know if moderate is the right word or they did an assessment of the site and then they realized na, <laughs> there was a lot of illegal shit going down and there was a lot of underage people na kanang makasulod sa OnlyFans and then what they would do is ka for example, there was a 14-year-old girl though who had an account, and then she signed in with her grandmother's passport. And, oh shit! Yeah, and kanang they uh, kung judge of people like for kinks like uh, bestiality or kanang those people who eat shit like kanang. I, yeah, I don't we should know judge, Benny. We should judge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what's the problem there, but apparently those are the other people that they're pointing out. Uh, Child abuse, like, okay, that's where, like, okay, we're judging people who are abusing children or a platform that can allow children to, like, traffic themselves. Yeah, and then, like, there are other, like, uh, I don't know what the rules are, but uh, there are also mga prostitution services, though. Like, for the lower income na OnlyFans, mag-allow sila meet and greet with, like, actual people. And there's like slang terms for that, na meet IRL, and you know what the slang for escort is in OnlyFans? What is it? It's escort, like S C O R T. I'm a escort. <laughs> Why do they have to like do that? It's easy just <laughs> to like escort slang. I know, but it's like cool, Kevin. It's like what's up? It becomes sup. <laughs> 
So like, yo, I got some scorts over here with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that that's a millennial thing. That's a Gen Z thing. <laughs> yeah, the big issue na lang is uh, also the thing about the OnlyFans thing that they're blaming. The moderators are blaming is that lenient daw kayo ang mga OnlyFans for rules that some of the mem- members break because money comes in riman gehapun. So yeah, exactly. They will. They will warn people like the rule down is they give you three warnings and you're out. But sometimes they let it happen regehapun. So that's like oh my god, that's okay, that's troubling. Mm, uh, yeah, exactly. it's also a similar situation with Twitch I'm with all. the streamers. What happened with Twitch? Okay, there's a lot of streamers who not streaming explicit content, pero kanaganing mga they cams ba, cam girls ba. They're uh, almost revealing to the point where. Uh, Twitch has to like issue a uh, warning nila nga they're, they've gotten too far like the bathtub mm. streams and mm. then uh, most of them Scott Freera kay you know they're getting more money, money out of it money is still coming in yeah exactly but then again if if ma violate jo too much ang rules of Twitch they would ban you Oh, so Twitch will be like, Jesus Christ, we can't hide your misbehavior now. <laughs> like, you're, <laughs> can you just be cool, man? Mm. So, uh, what do you think? Like, it's not, they're not completely going to remove pornographic content, I think. Yeah. I think mm. they're just gonna, like, rewrite lang sila Ten Commandments or something. Because <laughs> Ten Commandments. It's pretty the, weird coming from a, from a website yeah, dealing with, like, sexual nudity... <laughs> Sex work, you know? Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, you know, a funny way to say rules or whatever. Uh, but, uh, like, that's the bread and butter of the OnlyFans. And so, like, exactly. if you can't if you can't have, like, personalized videos of these people, of, like, amateur people just, like, mm. uh, you know, like, diddling themselves, like, what's the point of your site? And then my favorite mm. reaction to it was gonna... Someone said uh, they posted a picture of Patreon, and then the caption was, "You couldn't live with your own failure." And where did that bring you? Back, <laughs> back, back to, to me. me. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a worst, the worst case scenario for OnlyFans because Patreon has been doing that shit for a longer time than OnlyFans, right? And they yeah. have more, uh, if they have, and they have more users, and most yeah, of them but... like na established na ilang brand in Patreon, so mm, that would yeah. pretty suck. If that would happen, and also, would, uh, this is a similar situation with another uh, website as well, like Tumblr, right? With the removal mm-hmm. of like NSFW content, Tumblr suffered a lot yeah. during that uh, removal since it was I, a huge part of the community. Yeah, uh, I have never been at the height of like good Tumblr. <laughs> like, I I don't know how to navigate the site at all. But right yeah, now, it's, pretty, it's like it's a complicated site. Said at the time. Yeah, and like it's sometimes people forget that the NSFW is like the reason why these sites are like kind of they keep going. But eh, it's gonna be fixed. Like I feel, I feel for the kanang, the women who have to like uh, turn to sex work for their income and kind of OnlyFans ang ilang income. Okay, like people were able to buy like houses out of like how much they earn from this platform. Yeah, and kids are getting to actress that. Uh, 
she decided to go to OnlyFans, but then she scammed a bunch of people, so OnlyFans had to like change their rules and regulations. Oh yeah, and then uh, a bunch of it? other. It's something green. I don't. I forgot her name. Mm. Yeah, I forgot her name. It's not actually green. Yeah, she's an internet personality, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe like an Instagram model, or was it one of the Kardashian girls? Ah, uh, Bella or... Thorne. Bella Thorne. Is it? I don't know. I ah, never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> there was a whole big issue with her. I think a few years ago. Now she ruined OnlyFans, and then a lot of the kind of experienced sex workers were like. You're fucking ruining my job, <laughs> and you fucking asshole celebrity, because you scam people. Copiums. Yeah. Okay. But I've heard... She, uh, she went on OnlyFans to say, Namurag, I'm gonna have my nudes here, and then a lot of people like gave her money, and then there were no nudes there. And then, because of that, people felt Namurag na scam sila. And, mm. yeah. They made like some kind of rule that there's like a limit to how much you can donate, and then nalain ang katong mga more experienced na internet like only fans girls long did veterans <laughs> exactly <laughs> only fans veterans i've seen uh, comments on twitter that they're not really banning uh, they're banning sex as like the act of it but they're not banning any nudes or any kanang mga lewd photos lang sa ilang yeah, platform yeah. and i think yeah. that's eh, it's pretty okay yeah, uh, like, uh, so, uh, I haven't been able to, like, afford an OnlyFans, like, uh, they don't accept PayPal, and I have to update my bank information, though, so yeah. I can't use the platform properly, but, uh, so far, I'm still, like, I'm still supporting, like, a bunch of hentai artists on Patreon, shout out <laughs> to mm. kind of well, well. Mga SFM artists, you're welcome for my $1 a month. <laughs> How subtle, okay. how subtle, Bayani. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know what time it is? It's time for Kino Corner. Let's. Okay. Kino Corner is the time where we talk about art movies that are not of the mainstream geek culture. <laughs> and I want to talk about Clerks. Okay, what, what can you talk about, Clerks? I haven't seen that movie, and I, I, uh, I've seen your place, and I know there's a huge poster over there. Yeah, about clerks. I love, yeah, I love clerks. Okay. Uh, a lo- some people say that it kind of launched some kind of indie movement in the 90s. Okay. Kanasi Kevin Smith, see, Masters of the Universe Kevin Smith. Uh, uh, what he decided to do was he sold his comic book collection and he maxed out all of his credit cards to make his one movie. And then he made it to the convenience store that he was working. And then, like, the story of Clerks is just basically just two guys hanging out in a convenience store all day. And then just, they meet, like, a lot of silly characters. And then, like, kanang grabi ka underground ng paghimoni as a movie. And it's so, it's such a fun to watch movie. And I love the movie so much. And it's like, uh, this is why he's still one of my favorite, like, directors. Even if, like, he's kind of weird now. <laughs> but, mm, okay. uh, so Clerks is what launched his career, and then he did a bunch of other movies like Jay and Silent Bob, na kanang Mallrats and Dogma, and then he made a Clerks too with Rosario Dawson, and a lot of people also like that movie Ragihapon. and now he's working on Clerks three, and the th- thing with Clerks three is it's going to bring like, it's a cliche to say that it brings a trilogy full circle, no? Like, <laughs> mm. yeah, it's like. 
what's gonna happen though with Clerks 3 is because in the first movie, they're two slacker guys and then they're just hanging out in the convenience store that they work in. And then the second movie, their arc is that kanang, they buy the convenience store and then they're still in the convenience store but they own it na because they enjoyed the mundane part of that life nila. And now sa Clerks 3, mag, uh, one of the Clerks characters, he gets a heart attack and then he dis- he realizes that he hasn't done anything with his life. He just hung out in the convenience store. So now the story is going to be that he's going to be making the clerks in the movie. Now he's going to make a movie in the place that I know. So it's it's cool the like direction that it's going. Mhm. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Casey Kevin Smith also uh he had a heart attack like I think 3 years ago. And that's what kind of pushed him into, like, living his life to the fullest again. And I'm really... I don't know. Uh, what Kevin Smith movies have you seen? Or, uh, like, I haven't seen any any of his movies. Uh, you haven't seen uh, Zack and Mary make a porno? Or... No. But I've God. heard about, about it, yeah. It sucks. It like, sucks when you're for this. when you're your pagkakino is just like mga sci-fi, Lovecraft, and horror, and I'm here like, what about the yeah? Like, you're, char- you're, you're, the, you're the one comedy. Nga, <laughs> comedy movies. Yeah, that's your side. My side is on like, the weird shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, to the people who are listening who like movies like Clerks, uh, there's a third movie out, and Rosario Dawson is like. They made like a comparison shot from I think 2002 and 2021. Rosaria Dawson still looks the same. Like she's fucking kind of amazing. Do you know you know who Rosaria Dawson is, right? Yeah, she's like a, a TV Marvel girl. Yeah, she's Ahsoka. Uh, she's live yeah. action Ahsoka in Star Wars and she's Oh my god, it's yeah, she's still like fucking amazing. Like guapa si Rosario, and then like mm. she's so ageless. I didn't know that like, she was an old. Uh, Dugan is actress, eh? Yeah, she was. Um, she was in a Tarantino movie where kanong murugtin pa kayo at the time. I think that that movie where like a girl has like a gun for a leg. Uh, Planet Terror. Or was it Grindhouse? I don't know. I don't know. Bionic, and... Bionic Woman? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh, something that Tarantino collaborated with Robert Rodriguez. And then Rosario Dawson is in that movie. But mm-hmm. um, Clerks 2 ni Kevin Smith is the movie where I love ko ni Rosario Dawson. Because she's so hot in that movie. And she's just like dancing. Kanang. There's a scene where she tries to teach one of the characters how to dance like... Uh, Michael Jackson's ABC, and then like grabe mo bounce ayong boobs at nga ano nga scene, and I was like, mm. uh, I was looking at it, and then my head was going a core memory. This is a core memory, like right now. A core memory. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I just I really hope na morag Kevin's because I haven't gotten around to watching Jay and Silent Bob because I think those are the stupid part of his movies, but. It give me like something like Clerks were nice, something meaningful na exchange in the middle of all the really stupid banter. Like the fun thing about Kevin Smith is he writes like Tarantino na uh, like really snappy ang dialogue and that's like what you enjoy about his movies. But so I'm- far like he hasn't been able to make a studio movie anymore. 
but now he's working again and I really I'm really excited to see what's gonna happen for Clerks 3 mm. okay I'm gonna and have to check out the first two movies um, after this I'll, one like yeah t- tell me like if you want uh, wait, I, I won't be there for Pilar months like I would want to be beside you and go like did you know did you know did you know <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, cult status ang Clerks so that's like one of the most uh, solid movies ni Kevin Smith and that's like that's his big break Judna Salida so mm. you should check it out it's pretty fun sige, I really sige. love that does movie it, does it have a good soundtrack it's all independent na soundtrack, so it's like I think mm. it's just mga friends niya a local, and then like eh, it's fun enough na sound. By by the okay. time Clerks Two came around, they could pay for mga Talking Heads or mga kato Michael ja- uh, Jackson Five and mga ingana ng soundtrack. But okay. uh, Clerks One that was super independent ng salida na murag. It's just by sheer force of will, he he shot out a movie, and it was. And it wasn't bad. And I was like, oh my god. I love this. I love the story behind it. I love the movie. I love the making of the movie, the stories. It's. Check it out. Paranako, like. Uh, uh, formative nazia, paranako, wasalida as a college. Yeah. Speaking. Of, let's talk about a director that you like, because let's keep it in the uh, Kino Corner. Um, see, Denis? Denis Villeneuve. Oh, yeah, Denis. De- <laughs> Denis Moore. He's <laughs> a really great director. Name. And. And I really respect his work, especially when he's working together with um, who's the other guy with R- Roger Deakins? Uh, oh yeah, the kind photog- Yeah, director of uh, photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They they work so, so well together. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially uh, he- with uh, I've seen I've seen most of the movies with Villeneuve and Deakins together, and they're really really good. No. And, and he stopped. Runner... Unfortunately, he's not in the new Dune, Dune? movie because he's busy no. with another work now. Yeah. No. Well, see, your beloved Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. <laughs> Is Villeneuve. it really how you say it? Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Well, yeah. Kalang, he said na siya promote sa iyang you have to see my movie in theaters like. If you can watch it in a theater, watch it in a theater. Like uh, he compared it to if you watch it on your TV, it's driving a jet ski in a bathtub. It's pretty. It's pretty silly, no? When you think about it. Yeah, a okay. lot of people are go. There's been a lot of discussions going on with like what's what what is cinema supposed to be? And then I've read numerous discussions about it. And then uh, I've read a certain post. Uh, the enemy of cinema has always been elitism. Why? Why do was directors it Villeneuve who said that? No, uh, no, okay, no. Villeneuve. Okay. Villeneuve had a speech that uh, mm-hmm. his movies aren't supposed to be watched on, on TVs and streaming services because it's supposed to be enjoyed on a cinema. And then the issue here is that not all of us has the luxury to get inside cinemas, karun. And then not all of us. I mean, we have different preferences when it comes to watching movies, and then that sucks, kay these directors like push the agenda of like always going to theaters and cinemas yeah and because they know, make money out of it yeah, their deals are usually yeah their deals are usually like they get a cut of the box office profits so mm. kind of it's like like if it comes out on this platform my deal is theaters man uh, I'm advocate advocate for cinematic experience but 
it, right it now. is really nice. Like it's great. But right now it's not. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I guess people just want more empathy na lang out of villain villainu na murag. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't have. I'm not going to risk getting the Delta variant or anything because of cinema. Because like yeah. I mean like sure your movie looks really great and I'm sure a lot of people like I'm sure I'm gonna feel something when I watch it but uh, to put that above like more of the safety of other people it's like get get off your ass at the end of the day it's a movie and it's a business yeah uh, are the theaters open in your place right now or no pa? no 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 I think. Uh, the cities that are most po- like I think Cebu and Manila are lang pinaka maigo sa ano mga viruses because there's so many people here. Well, I don't have anything to like wrap up our Denis Villeneuve uh, thingy, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm still gonna watch Dune when it comes out yeah, of course. on HBO watch on HBO Max. And Sorry, na lang it's not on HBO Go because that's the one I <laughs> have right now. And should should it release on theaters and wala pa like COVID nga pandemic, of course we would watch it on cinemas, even IMAX. Yeah. I was ready it's, to it's, watch it in December. Yeah, it still sucks, dude. Yeah, not not like this. It's just <laughs> not like this. It's just you're just like watching it on the TV and Denis Villeneuve is just like not like this, not like this. <laughs> okay, that's Kino Corner. Let's wrap that up. At, that's Kino Corner. Are you yeah, forgetting one kino. more? What am I forgetting about? Uh, Are you forgetting about the other anime kino out there? Evangelion the, is its the own anime. thing. Ah, oh, really? You it, think so? Yeah, it's it's its, the, its, its own it's, segment. It's not part of the kino. It's not part of the kinoverse. Ugh, uh, yeah, but anyway, still, it's still an anime. Just gotta Shut, let's uh, get on. Okay. Uh, the hype is built around uh, the new Evangelion movie, which is titled. Mm-hmm. Rebuild of Evangelion... Whatchamacallit? What's the numbering? It's uh, Evangelion Rebuilds. Is he the original creator of the anime? Yes, he's always been the head sa anime. Sa Evangelion nga anime series. And right now, it's for the movies. And uh, if anyone's listening, uh, the rebuilds are really great. And you should watch it if you've been a huge fan sa Evangelion TV series. And the Evangelion set, movie. set the uh, set the stage long so uh, what is Evangelion like the yeah. first Evangelion and then build it up to kanang rebuild of Evangelion yeah let's let's go back to a few to a few timelines ago because Evangelion is more than just anime from according to like uh, a lot of people and to me as a viewer there are various interpretations as to what this mecha anime is all about. Okay, for one, it's a coming-of-age story about this boy Shinji uh, making terms with his like life and dealing with his depression. And two, it's another interpretation where this is like Hideaki Anno's like personal touch. Like he's in uh, evoking his like childhood feelings and putting it in an anime format. And third. It's yeah. about an anime with pretty girls, waifus that, you know, everyone like has different tastes and they would surely find someone there who would like you would love. So, yeah. And fourth, it's Oh my god, you're you're setting the stage pretty weirdly. <laughs> yeah. And maybe fourth, okay. This is Evangelion is pretty biblical. There's a lot of symbolism, there's a really weird imagery going on and then 
most of the things happening okay it's based on not not purely based on the bible but it's it's pretty like may mga angels may mga judaism nga mga symbols it's pretty weird and then it's the interpretations yeah. there are all over the place so we can't find a unifying like th- uh, theory about what evangelion is all about but let's go to the simpler terms lang uh, this is an anime about a boy dealing Definitive with life mecha anime yeah <laughs> my that's, goodness that's like i bet you can it. just say na i bet you can say na it's an anime about giant robots called eva fighting <laughs> giant monsters called angels no everyone they're employed everyone they're knows employed about al already organization called nerve not everyone really? that's that's a, like... that's a pretty boring synopsis for it but it yeah that's but that's basically I what i walked it's all into about. it i just i walked into it i just knew that the the girls are pretty and the the franchise knows that the girls are pretty and and that's like one of the basic selling points of uh ava yeah uh, okay um, it's it's le- it's yeah, the based leading... on what i understand what's your, what what do you understand Based on what I understand about Evangelion, so there's the original series. No, it came out in the '90s, and then like people love it, mm-hmm. and uh, but it did not end the way people wanted because I think some people say na nahot dan budget, yeah. so it turned into some kind of art ending. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a lot of like budget issues going on with the Evangelion TV series, and then they gave a then afterwards. Nainga was na end of Evangelion, which is like uh, two movies, bana. It's just one movie, and it's supposed to be how Hideaki Anno wants the ending of the anime to be. Okay, yeah, and that's a movie na, and then that's the one where Shinji like kanang I'm so fucked up na meme, diba? That's where it comes yep, from. Yeah, that's the one when he comes on his hands. <laughs> I was not ready to see that yeah. in like a Netflix anime. <laughs> that like, was like my friend just went bayani bayani because I didn't like it. I I was like the anime was like oh my god I do not get any of this. What the fuck are these words that they're using? Uh, human human instrumentality project. project. It's human yeah. instrumentality project. What the fuck is that? And then it's what, like the weapons are like just what is angels? Yeah, like what is Lilith? Yeah, what's AT field? <laughs> 80 field and then kanang ang ilang mga weapons pa lang sound stupid it's like this is a progressive knife and I'm like what, what does the knife do like ask for gay rights <laughs> like what is an LCL field yeah like what the so I'm already like I'm already in that mindset no and then my friend just went Penny, tanawa ang kanina usara kasi there is an end of evangelion and then see Asuka is in a coma and then afterwards see Shinji locks the door, and then the next shot we have is there's jizz on his hands while Asuka is like open ang young dress, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like that was like that was both the highest shit. <laughs> like eh? that was both the lowest and the highest point of anime. Yeah, but kanang I looked at it and I was just like, I. I don't know if I'm too afraid to think that I'm capable of doing that. <laughs> but but but, uh, but uh, weirdly okay. enough, okay, the old Evangelion movies are depressing, dark, and this full of existential dread, and the yeah, good they're still confusing. Yeah, it it's supposed to be confusing, but 
you could yeah, just everyone turns into a soup right at the end yeah because the point then, yeah. si, there's a scene there where si Misato also makes out with Shinji her young ward yeah. and then goes this is how an adult kiss feels like and I'm like oh my god it's like it's like my 13 year old dreams coming true like 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 it's fulfilling a lot of fantasies for the younger audience at that time. And then it awakened them mm-hmm. to a lot of sexual shit. Especially with the suits. Really? With the plug suits. With this oh, mommy damn. girl that I had a beer obsession. And then there's this scientist girl. A uh, blue-haired redhead, a <laughs> uh, blue hair, and then a redhead. And then her, so it's her mom is the nerve console. It's yeah, so, it like, gets really weird. It's really weird, yeah. And the ending was a subject for interpretation as well, and we can talk about it a lot ending episode. But it's basically human. Inst- Do you know much about the human instrumentality project? I sh- I just understand the. By the end of it, everyone turns into a single consciousness, and yeah. then like, there's a giant ray thing, and then I'm like, <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't fucking get this. There's some <laughs> annihilation shit over here. Yeah, because that's like basically <laughs> the point of the movie, though, okay, to like unify yourself into this single conscious, single shit, and then to be free of all the problems in the universe, though, and then I don't know, it's. It's weird because the ending of Ev- end of Evangelion, Shinji didn't want all that. He survived with mm-hmm. Asuka, deba, right? so he gets to start yeah. life all over again if, if that's what he wants, and it's pretty grim for an ending mm-hmm. for that old series. And right now in the mm-hmm. rebuilds, funnily in, uh, it's pretty, um, optimistic now. Kay Hideaki Anor, Karun, yeah. he's. He's more like learning to like come to terms with his like old Evangelion movies by then. I want to make this uh, movie a new message for the fans and everything. Yeah, uh, based on what I understand about it, it's basically a ground zero retelling of like the Evangelion lore, and mm, like yeah, yeah. I saw some of I saw some of the original no, and then now that I'm watching it, I'm. I'm understanding more now of like uh, I- I'm only like two movies in on the rebuild movies, but uh, it's a better jumping off point for people who j- who don't have enough time to watch the entire series mm. and want a clearer kanang more understanding of the world. And uh, so, na- so you get to watch Shinji and then like uh, him entering Nerve for the first time. And then you get to meet Ray, and then you get to like understand Ray's character. These came out mga twenty ten pano early twenty tens. No, the first movie was in two thousand six. So this is like a decade in the making. The tetralogy is like a decade in the making, and it ended just this year. Yeah, may grabe ang gap sa kanang this new movie and the last movie katong. 3.33 a uh, 3.0 plus 1.0 yeah yeah 3.0 is the new one yeah 3.0 plus right. 1.0 Thri- because thrice 3.0 upon is a the time. third movie yeah thrice upon a time mm. and it's was this the, really planned ba? it it is really planned uh during during the first movie the evangelion 1.0 this was supposed to be 
the how Hideaki Anno wants Evangelion to be with bigger budget mm-hmm. with with more uh with with a clearer vision na. and then it's supposed to be mm-hmm. a retelling of everything that's happened in uh, all Evangelion with bonus con with bonus scenes with more uh with more impact but karon kay he feels mm-hmm. like he f- uh, in the fourth movie he decided nga uh, le- let's conclude this let's go art yeah, let's go art shit on this and then he ended let's it let's go in a art really... shit again <laughs> and the- and the ending is really impressive if you're gonna check it out Bianni. oh you like it I, I have like a feeling it. I'm gonna hate it <laughs> I- okay <laughs> oh Sige. no we could di- we could discuss it on a further episode but for me I enjoyed it a lot because uh, I see it as a spiritual journey for Shinji the main character and Mm-hmm. Hideaki Anno as well. So na feel na ko ilahang plight aning uh, Evangelion because these two people are are burdened by their projects, de ba? Shinji is like burdened with his like role as this pilot for Eva 01, and then Hideaki Anno is like burdened with his responsibility to like continue the Evangelion the franchise, fans. yeah, for the fans. And this is in mm-hmm. the fourth movie is saying like, that's it, I'm done. Give uh fuck you guys I'm done this is over, let's move on let's yeah, move on two, with Evangelion. It's two hours long. It's yeah, two, it's, two it's more than it's, two hours. It's an yeah. hour and a half. It's the longest of all the four movies, so it's pretty mm-hmm. lengthy, and it's it's really it's really mm-hmm. good. I'm imp- I'm really impressed. Okay, um, there's a uh, like end of Evangelion. There's a scene where um, there's another art montage. Yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You 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 wouldn't know what's oh, going no. on, <laughs> yeah. And another there... art montage, <laughs> yeah. And this an... must be good. Ugh, really. And there's another. Uh, Anno is known for like his like meta take on the animation, uh, the animated genre. And there's a lot of scenes where we shift to uh, real life events, a uh, real life scenario. And then there's there's another scene where we shift to like 3D combat. And then there's another sh- uh, scene where like 2D nga animation and then 3D nga animation. So it's like there's a multiple like perspectives to it, but it's so fucking weird. And then uh, oh I and then I get the f- <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's with this sudden shift in perspective? So okay. <laughs> is this is this an Anno thing? Uh, yeah. It's the final impact. It's the final impact. Uh, uh, you've seen the second but movie, I, I right? I can say. Yeah, I could, about after the like the because I'm like I've seen the first Evangel the original Neon Genesis and then mm. until the end where I'm like what the fuck was that ending and then nagtano ko some movies and I think the storyline of the original series is done by movie two and then by movie three new territory nata na kanang there's a major time jump because yes. Shinji is like. In a in coma. kind of coma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, oh fuck, there's new characters now. And then because everything was destroyed by, uh, by the end of... Yeah. Am I spoiling anything? <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, okay, so this is new territory now for these movies. And I don't know what happens, but uh, like, I had to stop like at some point the third movie because it was like really late now. But uh, yeah, what you can say is like, more uh So this fourth movie, it brings everything to a nice close. Yes, wholesomely enough, it's the the fourth movie ended 
pretty wholesomely and positively kay we've been misinterpreting Evangelion for uh years or like maybe a lot of people did <laughs> kay they see Evangelion <laughs> as this existential like feeling of like sadness and depression when the movie is basically mm-hmm. all about it's just hope that's that's basically it like they oh my the, God. yeah <laughs> you dude i've been learning this shit i've been reading this and earn- yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you sound like kanang someone who like aliens are communicating to us, and then you're sort of like murag murag si Amy Adams in Arrival, who's like murag, oh my gosh, Evangelion has been telling us the wrong thing. <laughs> it's like uh, then, on a Joe Rogan podcast, nga, I'm sit I'm Tom DeLonge and I'm, I'm like talking about aliens and shit and the conspiracy theories involved. But, okay. but yeah, I really love Evangelion and I want to talk about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like I recently became like a Evangelion stan nako after watching like the first it's, it's rebuild art movies. By, was, it's art. Yeah, but it, kanang, the thing about the reason why Gundam is so popular because it took like a childish genre like which was giant robots and then it turned it into like a serious military setting mm. with like politics and kanang ano and it's like. Evangelion is kind of a next step to that because now they're exploring kind of mga technical limitations about having giant robots fight yeah. monsters. Like I noticed na like the entire series dude there is a huge emphasis on like power consuming like kanang energy yeah. energy consumption more likely. And I'm really worried like, to state the uh, entire world and okay everyone's mm. Like getting all the resources, and then where where is it coming from? Yeah, and like, uh, it's interesting because like the Avas can't work because they have to be like plugged in like most of the time, and then the moment that they're plugged out, they can only work for like five minutes before they fall dead. And yeah, and I really like that. Unsana uh, katong ilang the storyline where they had to. Uh, turn off the entire country so they can power a fucking rifle. Yeah, na, it's a positron rifle. By an Ava. One of the things it's that like, I like oh, about the se- so cool. the series as well is the their their angel designs. It's really fucking good. No funky guys. Yeah, they they look they look really biblical. We cannot like fathom their like shape and form. Okay, in the first movie, yeah, I, yeah. it was Ramiel, the 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 the, the, the triangular dude. And then the the, the thingy that they had to shoot with the rifle. Yeah, that was really good design. And then there's a yung mga sound sound effects like when he transforms. Okay, it sounds so kanang mm-hmm. very creepy kaya angel na voice bang mo. Huh? <laughs> yeah, sakto uh, no. Like uh, they look like uh, what you imagine biblical angels are like, and mm. then. They even have halos, diba? Like, mukawas ang ilang halos yeah. sometimes. Like, I know and there's some biblical shit yung... happening on, pero I don't want to think too much yeah, about like... it. I don't want to think too much about it, kay. Ugh. <laughs> I'm curious about it because, like, you see, like, the energy beams that whenever the angels are, like, kanang mug fight sila, and then it always ends up in a cross, and then, mm. like, when they're transporting Avas, like they put them on crosses and then they transport them like that. The Lilith thingy is on a cross. And yeah. There's a lot of yeah, biblical a... shit going on. And it's does it it's by its the its end of the fourth movie hole. can you say na uh, can you can you say that 
all the biblical themes kind of like uh narasale padurungan like by <laughs> the end of the fourth movie i don't think so like no, no. the fourth movie it was just aesthetic rajutsila Aste- yeah you could say it's pretty aesthetic guy if uh if we look back at its lore in, in various interpretations the angels are basically aliens kay mm-hmm. in evangelion story uh humanity encountered this huge like artifact man called the dead sea scrolls and this is the the uh, the shit uh, <laughs> that's this, where it comes yeah. from <laughs> and that's the the shit they've like, been re- the fuck? yeah so they read it and then ilang nabasa nga tw- angels are gonna invade your earth so this is what you should do uh, mm-hmm. build robots and na 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 So it basically explains everything. <laughs> it's a prophecy, bang. And I is, is that is that in the Bible? Like, what part of the Bible is that in? Is that I don't in, know. Like, je, uh, is that in John? <laughs> I don't like, know. Like the angels are gonna come, so you gotta build giant fucking robots. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, if we're gonna go in a biblical uh, sense, okay, I think I think of Evangelion, the old anime, as like the Old Testament, and then rebuild as the New Testament. You <laughs> okay? Okay. It's pretty weird. I'll give you that. It's pretty Fine. weird. Fine. It's pretty weird. <laughs> Do you think that the Shinji character is kind of Nashi? Because the reason why he's crying, it's kind of a Jesus being told to sacrifice himself, and then. This is Shinji just like crying in the Garden of Gethsemane, going like, "Father, I'm not strong enough, please. <laughs> I'm being tempted." What the fuck? I didn't see. I didn't see anything. when I'm watching it. Because it, because kind it's because Shinji has the responsibility to pilot his Eva, and Jesus gets the responsibility to die for the sins of humanity. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Shinji yeah, yeah. has the. The rocky relationship with his father, and then kind of, kind of like Jesus on the cross says, "Father, why have you forsaken me?" Which is just like what Shinji acts like oh, yeah. towards his father. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar. Now that you mention it, in the fourth no. movie, there's this huge, um, huge uh, encounter with Shinji and his father. So it's pretty crazy. So I can't talk about it because you haven't Ooh. seen it. So. It sucks that you haven't yeah, seen it. We sorry. can talk more about it in that. But okay, Rasi. We can just th- we can just talk about what we like about the series. Like I can talk about what I like so far, and then you know. Yeah. What do you like about the series? I'm sorry. Like, I, like what hooked you? Oh yeah. What hooked you? What? Why do you? Yeah. Well, you know that. You know me. I'm a guy who likes to give in to peer pressure. So when I get peer pressured into watching something that all of my friends watch, I will definitely watch the thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Uh, like I'm uh, ganahan naman ko sa kanang robot genre already, but I like I like my robots a bit like militarized. So I like it when there are fine details on the kanang world building. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm super into. Uh, I like kanang the military part of Gundam. Like I enjoy the politics of that, and like. When you go to Evangelion, it's like masamukan lang ko because na alagay siya yung mga unexplainable na elements to it na nasa pagka fantasy na, and then the Avas are like, what are they? They're part alien, and then like, uh, you need humans to deploy AT fields or something like that. But uh, I understand the kanang pop culture significance of it. Like, mora, I understand why a lot of people like it. Like the 
the aesthetics are very nice, and the waifus are fucking crazy, like, great. Like, see, yeah. Asuka, some people consider her, I think, as the original Tsundere, but I think mm, none yeah, of my yeah. Tsundere characters before her. But she's, like, one of the most popular Tsundere's in anime. Oh, yeah. And then, kind of, like, and then there's Ray. Like, who is your Eva girl? Mine is Ray. Really? Oh. Yeah, and then but I like but, uh, but my perspectives changed, my tastes changed. So in the new rebuilds, there's Marie, and then I like Marie. Oh, the glasses girl. The glasses girl. She's the one that I kind of like. Uh, she feels like an no no. Uh, you're already a trope. The you're the big boob onechan lady who is <laughs> yeah. like kind of kinky and you're kind of there to tease the protagonist and his main ano uh, his main girl which is i think asuka is the main girl or mm-hmm. hey so funnily yeah, said because... there's a fun fact to marie did you know that uh, it's hideaki's uh, hideaki ano's wife is the one who pushed the character of marie to the movies lang like he has no creative no. thought to it it's just his wife lang put him put her there that's it <laughs> She's what, like an extra what is character. His wife's, uh, she's. Uh, I guess she's fun. Like, but she doesn't. Uh, so far, like, uh, movies one and two. Uh, I don't think Marie has done anything but just be a fun side character. Long like yeah. Morag. She has a she bigger just role. Plays off of the characters. She has a bigger role in part four. Uh, Siguro. Yeah. And like, I, I guess Morag uh, ingrained lang sa ako ang pagka kanang pop culture. I keep saying pop culture influence or whatever. And green nasa ko ang visuals ni Rei Ogni Asuka because they're the Eva poster girls, Jud. Yeah, sila yun ang starring all the time. Yeah, and I've been like uh, going through like Evangelion sa Shopee, sa Facebook, and it's all of them are just mga Asuka and Rei and si Marina statues and figures. Like, you barely. There's n- the Shinji statues are non-existent. Nobody fucking cares about Shinji. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, and kanang the I've been looking for model kits of the robots, but like so far it's like thirty percent robots and seventy uh, percent it's just the waifus. <laughs> the waifus. Yeah, that's that's pretty much Evangelion. If you if you explain it to someone, it's just waifus <laughs> Yeah, and they have very they have very precarious angles in the anime. It's like you yeah. get like right between the shots of like right between the legs of Kanangsi Asuka and then she mm-hmm. she never wears shorts. She's always in her panties and then uh. Kanangsi see Ray is kind of like that Kanang uh uh she doesn't care if you like Kanang see her naked or like accidentally touch her breast and then she's like a, <laughs> she, I know that that's kind of uh, a type of fetish for some people on like an hentai or something like more unresponsive no yeah. tag or whatever. Yeah. Really, but, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get there. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, but uh, well, they're they're all underaged. Yeah, and you know the funny but thing they're is they're not real people, so yeah, but, we're safe. <laughs> no, 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 Benny. But the funny thing is, gay. <laughs> in the third movie, there's a huge time skip, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like so the reason I, they're they're of legal age now, in the third movie. Okay. So everyone's okay. like fantasies are all valid to the point in the third movie now. So if you wanna 
sexualize yeah. these like anime characters. Okay, they're fine now. If not, if the yeah, first two movies, you can. Yeah, and their bodies are still like you know the same fourteen-year-old girl size. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Evangelion, and it's it could all be solved with just a single therapist for Shinji. Okay, <laughs> I keep God, saying he's this. like even in the rebuild. Yeah, mm-hmm. I keep saying this. Why does Nerve? Why does uh? This huge military uh, organization have the resources to build fucking robots, to build like positron cannons, to build like cities coming out from the ground, but you can't afford a therapist for Shinji. Sagbaon lang siya Misato, and it's like, yeah. be strong, Shinji. <laughs> like the world needs you, Shinji. Lucky lang lang Shinji. And I'm like, and the really, what the care. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> But I get it. It's part of his growth. Uh, it's part of Shinji's growth. He has to learn it all by himself. And then it's really, really good. Okay, he in the final movie, Shinji is finally at peace. And I don't want to spoil enough. It's always been. Uh, I want to say more. Uh, it's always been the concept of every Evangelion uh, medium in the TV series. The movie ended. Uh, the TV series ended wholesomely, deba. Right? When everyone's congratulating Shinji. Yeah. And then everyone think it was weird. Okay, what the <laughs> fuck is going so on weird. here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So oh it's it's a positive it's... ending, but we didn't like it as fans because we want an ending where uh, they really stopped the impact and everything. So, Mershik, it's yeah, a subversion. Yeah. Evangelion is a subversion of the mecha genre and the anime tropes. Yeah. Everyone saves uh-huh. the day. So... And Evangelion, Hideaki Anno says, no, you can't. There's a lot of going on. It's all about Shinji's trauma and shit. So, manasia. And even in the end of Evangelion, and end of Evangelion, diba nabuhi duha with Asuka and Shinji. So that's like another spark of hope. And I'm, I'm, and I'm loving those uh, like ending questions, the burning questions at the end of every Evangelion movie. I live for it, and I'm really happy where this uh, where this franchise is with his ending and how it's concluded. Uh, what do you think is like uh, the perfect the perfect age or time or state of mind to get into Evangelion? Um, hmm, like, would you recommend this to high school kids, or will <laughs> they end up being cringe if they grow up with this in high school? I don't. It's really weird now. Okay, most of the high school kids right now are are used to like the shonen kind of anime, where 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 they go yeah. to like I want friends uh, with this power where where there's so much power <laughs> abilities going on. So I'll do everything for my friends. <laughs> yeah, something like that. The my friends are behind me. They're they're counting on me. So it's hard to yeah. recommend Evangelion to them, but if anyone's supposed to watch uh, if anyone's planning to watch the entire Evangelion franchise it's weird if you're gonna jump to rebuilds I'm gonna say uh, um, all of the anime uh, all of the Evangelion mediums are uh, they work together Valid. yeah they work hand in hand together it's not just another mm-hmm. vision another another version of it another version of it. it's not that it's purely supplemental to each other and then when you watch the TV series and the rebuilds you feel like the changes behind it, ba, and then oh, okay, that's the reason why this happened. That's the reason why this happened because I know this in the TV series, and then oh, okay, mm. this is this is the reason what happened because I've seen this in like rebuild. So 
they go hand in hand together. So the perfect chronological order to watch the Evangelion series is a TV series, the end of Evangelion movie, and then the rebuilds. You don't think that like you can save yourself a lot of time and frustration if you just go straight to the rebuilds? No, uh, I think masabdan nimo if you watch rebuilds, and then you can go like you know what I really like this story. Maybe I should get and watch the original Evangelion yeah. to see like what all the fuss is about and what I missed. It would be very okay. weird jumping from that concept really? to another. Okay, the first Evangelion was like more of an art, mas raw ang ilahang delivery sa mga scenarios. Okay, it was low budget, and then you could feel like the directors and the and the artists are like struggling to keep this keep this pace up, ba? And then in the movies, in the rebuilds, mm-hmm. okay, they're dragging a lot of things. They're they're setting up like an atmosphere. They're the kind of moments in the rebuilds where this this isn't supposed to be here. Like this is wasting my time. And then was in Anna ba that the time. I didn't, I didn't feel like that. Well, so far, I don't know rebuilds. I didn't feel like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, And then it's like because I have some experience with the original one. I'm like a lot of that world is gonna. Sana fleshed out like nalengaw ko sa katong dad ni Shinji who's always in that room talking to the tablets yeah. and then when his conversation ends it's a green room and I'm like whoa that's pretty cool it's like mm. so he wasn't in some kind of ethereal room with talking <laughs> tablets yeah. it was like a hologram and I love uh, the movies ikaw uh, ikaw like uh, I know because you're a fan of course like uh, the go-to is uh, chronological order because can uh, you yes. say that it informs each other but i think that kind of question is also for star wars fans and i'm sorry like because it's so there's so much of it to watch and it's gonna take up so much of your time like i've like preferably the good because i watch them chronological order and then that's how i appreciate the franchise mm. but i think these things are made so that kanang you can jump in at any like be- there are multiple beginning points for it and mm. then you can just enjoy it all the same so i think kana ang point present to rebuild is so that to people who didn't get the entire evangelion thing but want to jump in and then want to time you know like it's also like why there are gundam movies that are just compilations of the episodes because these are for people who don't have the time to catch up so it just shows mm. you all the important things and then like Okay, now you're caught up. Now you know everything, <laughs> or kinda, and then like supplement alongside Nisia so that when you watch the series, like you know, if you want to see more of it. Yeah, but um, there's a difference with the rebuilds and the TV series. Okay, there's a lot of like uh, there's a new. <laughs> you really would not. You won't let it go, Jud. Maybe you can just watch. Rebuild. I don't want people. I don't want people to skip the rebuild. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Why? Do want, because we need... yeah, we need the twenty-four hours of frustration. Namo <laughs> ah, fuck this na. Why is it going to be about any fucking Evangelion piece? Yeah, it's it's you're, really gonna be selfish. You are a selfish person. <laughs> you're gonna. You sound like one of those people. Na I had to pay student loans, so everyone has to pay student loans. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, okay, sige. If you are gonna casually watch Evangelion, then go for the rebuilds. But if you wanna understand like mm-hmm. the entire like the overarching <laughs> themes to it, then go for the TV series. It's on Netflix. Okay. Okay. You sound like a brick grudging na kanang just <laughs> fine. 
I guess if you're gonna be a casual <laughs> fan, like if, and then it's like uh, you're judging people now b- b- based on which Evangelion they saw. Like, uh, oh really? You're a rebuild? Oh fan? yeah, okay. That's gonna cause a lot of like arguments in the future, no? Like, imagine in 2023, 2024, blah, blah. oh, I'm an Evangelion fan. Oh, what what uh, what medium are you watching? Um, the rebuilds. <laughs> Like say, I could just like it's look. like saying you like the new trilogy but it's Star Wars yeah yeah exactly and then I can imagine people just going like listen to me that is not the real Evangelion <laughs> or like you can't appreciate this if you haven't seen the original like kind of uh, uh no the original series yeah. it's like fuck you man just like kind of it's a giant robot anime with like uh, deep themes like yeah, I think you can enjoy it in multiple entry points. Yeah, yeah. Is that the time we have for Anna? Yeah. Is that the time we have for Feed the Geeks 10? Yeah, I guess that pretty much sums up our Evangelion episode. We spent a lot of Did time there. Did you get there. it out? Yeah, my frustrations, yeah. my my uh, my love for Evangelion is, has all come out now. Has it? Oh, well, we can talk about it again when they make uh, like another. No, 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 no. There's no. There's. Well, they like Evangelion. This is the last one. No, yeah. Okay. This is basically I'll a farewell to, to Evangelion. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe if they mga new. I'm excited. Wait, if they mga new mediums, maybe Hideaki Anno is not gonna be the one like leading na. So, eh, everyone doesn't care about that anymore. Nah, <laughs> it's like, it's not the original depressed guy. I wanna like, I want a different depressed guy to do this. <laughs> But uh, I'm excited. I I'm excited to finish the third movie and then go on to the fourth. Yeah, and maybe that's what I'll do this week. And then we could talk about and it. Maybe that's what. Yeah, and then yeah, we could talk about it. I watched a bunch of other shit that I didn't get to talk about. Like I forgot that I saw Jungle Cruise starring The Rock. Yeah, you shouldn't talk about that. That's one of the things that we shouldn't hey, talk come about. Come on, come on. I watched it and I watched Kanang Neil Blomkamp's Elysium. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna watch your fucking endless movie, but sorry, okay, is it's not on Netflix. It's on US. Yeah. yeah, so I ended up watching Elysium Nalong, which I surprisingly liked. It was really good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, kanang Neil Blomkamp really knows how to do like dirty sci-fi. Mm. Kanang, the world is still sci-fi, but like slums on area near. Yeah, like, and, like, and I can't wait for his. So good. I can't wait for his future movies. There's another uh, District uh, Ten, right? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, something I noticed about Elysium, angkatong logos nila for Elysium are kind of in the same font as the Evangelion logo for Nerf. Oh, really? Kalang kalang plain lang siyang a font na Times New Roman siguro <laughs> ma bold, and then it's like, hey, that looks just like an, an Eva logo or kalang merag Nerf tanawon, and like grabe ka. Guapa kay tong Elysium eh, na sayangan ko na even si Blomkamp is disappointed with the how simple the story turned mm. out. But even then, I already thought it was kind of complicated. Like more like, oh, okay, that's, that's pretty. Cool. It's just like uh, yeah. power kwan de ba kanang class class gap. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. But the world that was built, yeah, it's fucking it's amazing. Really good. Na kanang, like he's talking to the robot and everything, and it's like morag. We are sensing sarcasm, and then Iyang Tobagan in a robot way. It's like, mm. oh, that's fun. But I guess if it had any problems, it kind of has a white savior problem. Na Matt Damon is kind of 
the white savior of the movie, yeah. uh, even though he comes from like an uh, is it not like I think South American slums. Mm. But I love I love see Charlotte Copley in it. See I know see. You know Charlotte Copley, the leads of District Nine. No, uh, I forgot. Is he is he the guy? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Karang, yeah, I, I in remember Elysium. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he plays it so good. He's like he's white, but he's also South African, and then he uses mm. like South African slang. Oh, I can't believe I was able to squeeze in some Elysium talk. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out well, again. That's our show. Yeah. By Neil Blomkamp is like I know that Elysium and Chappie got bad reviews, but. After Elysium, I'm like, I think I want to check out Chappie. Maybe, maybe it's not as bad yeah. as some people make it out to be. And also, uh, since we're talking about Neil Blomkamp, he has a lot of short stories available on uh, internet. You could check out. Oh, by horror, man, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a body horror. Yeah, but, uh, that's, that's his. That's that. his concept, say, among short films. Oh. Yeah. Just give me some more of the kind of more near sci-fi. That's like uh, I love that about District yeah. Nine and Elysium. So good. Yeah. Hey. It's time for so long. Yeah, we've been extending our I, time here. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I got some more Evangelion to watch after this. So uh, next week, what's happening next week? This is us signing off. Thank you. That's Feed the Geeks Ten. Yep. See you guys. Thanks. And bye bye.